Good morning, One Hope. It's February 1st, 2024. Our passage for today is Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 17. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus offers, he says, us the life of fullness. And today's passage in Colossians shows us how to find that fullness in Christ, which Jesus talks about. People out there in the world also desire the fullness of life. Another word for this fullness I would use uh, is the word abundance. People want abundant life, and so do we. But the kind of abundance which Colossians talks about is different from the kind of abundance the world seeks and desires. Look at verse 1 of Colossians chapter 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. The fullness of life, which Colossians talks about, is the fullness that comes from above. Not from the things here below, but things from above. But it's not that things here on earth or below is not worthy or worthwhile. Jesus did call us to pray, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. If he didn't think that things on earth were not important, then he would not have said that. Things on earth are also important. So that's why he says, pray that his will be done here on earth below as well. But what Colossians is showing us that it's just that truthfulness which he offers or Christ offers us goes beyond the things of this world and comes from above. So how do we find this fullness which Jesus is talking about? Well, set your heart on things above. And then it goes on to say in verse 2, set your mind on things above. The New Living Translation translates that as think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. So basically, how do we find this fullness? Well, think about things. Think about things of heaven. Use another word for that. Think about the spiritual things. Think about things that are bigger, deeper, higher, things of faith, things of God's truth, things of the gospel, things of the power that comes from God, and the life now we have in Christ. And, and use the word, uh, for, uh, use Ephesians chapter 1, things of the heavenly blessings that are in Christ. Think about those things. Bring this into your mind and let it sit in your mind. Let it work in and through your mind. And as you do that in your mind, through the way you think about those things, that abundance will flow to you and through you. We think that what changes us is our emotion. And as a result, often people of faith 
seek things of emotion and places of emotion. What I mean is I'll go to this place where I'll experience this emotional thing and powerful emotion and, and for that and through that I will change because and through those emotions. Now emotions do play a very important role but over the years I've come to see that yes emotions do change us but not in the way we think. Emotion, what it does is it kickstarts. But what happens as a result of that emotion lasts only for a while. If that emotional kickstart doesn't lead to change in our thinking, then the change we experience will disappear. But when our thinking changes, when our mind changes, that's when it lasts. That's when our change becomes permanent. Now, many of you see me each Sunday shouting and lifting up my hands and jumping up and down when I praise God. I'm looking very emotional. But let me tell you why I'm able to do that is because my thinking has changed. My mind has changed. My mind is now filled with things above. And because of that, my mind and thinking has changed that the change that I experience emotionally lasts. It's permanent. It becomes permanent. So it's really our mind that needs to change and what Apostle Paul tells us today is that now think about these things, things of above, and that's how you will lead to, it'll lead to permanent change. But for us to do that, Colossians presupposes one thing. Since then, you have been raised with Christ, as it begins in verse 1. What it says is something has fundamentally changed in us that allows us to be able to now think about things above. It's not something that we cannot do and we have to force ourselves to do, but something in us. We have become a new creation. Something has happened in us. An event has taken place in us, and now we've been, we are able to see the things above so that we will be able to think about it. You know, if, for example, we're not able to discern a diamond, then even if we saw that on the ground or on the streets or somewhere, we would not see its value, would not be able to pick it up and make it ours. We'll just think that, oh, maybe it's some little stone or pebble, right? See, what Paul is saying is, and now you've been changed. And you've been given this new vision that allows you to see the things above and the treasures that come from above. And because you're able to see it, you'll be able to seek it and see it and find it. It's that fundamental change in our presupposition, in our makeup that allows us to be able to see the things above. But then towards the end of this passage, verse 16, Paul says, on top of that, you've been given a set of new tools. 
Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. You've been equipped with a new tool, and that new tool is the Word of Christ, the Word of God, the Bible. And let the Word of God dwell among you richly. Now, dwelling here is not just talking about in our emotion, but going back to verse 1 and 2. Dwell, let it dwell richly in your mind. That's what meditation is. And from the Word of God, now, let your, with the word on your lips change, and that will lead to a new change. So developing this new habit because you've been given this new vision. That's what Paul says is our tool that allows us to do this. So the theme of our word once again appears and reappears here. That's what singing praise is. Singing praise songs is changing the words on our lips. Our situation is gloomy, but the songs that we sing forces us, but God is still working. He is, a, he is the way maker, and he is moving even when I don't see it. See, it leads us and pushes us to change the words on our lips, and by doing so, it will lead to this abundance and fullness, even if the things are not that great or perfect in the moment right now. So from the word of God to the word on our lips. And as we do so, and as we seek to see the things from above, it will lead us to the fullness of life, abundance that we all desire. So here is our takeaway for today. Seek fullness. Seek fullness. You've been given now the ability to do so. In Jesus' name, amen.